you know, the world is singing songs of darkness and death. But you ever compare gospel song to a worldly song? Somebody's losing their pickup truck, their dog dies, their wife running out on them, loving somebody and living with somebody else. You ever heard them? I don't know all them songs, but I could about imagine the misery that's in these songs. But Blackie, you sang that song this morning about mercy. Mercy brings us to another level. Mercy brings us on a level with God. Come on, somebody. And I, I thank God for that. I'm trying not to wave my arms. Pray for me. Hallelujah. <laughs> God brings, he brings us to a level that we can fellowship with the Lord. You know, in, 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 the, book of, uh, in the book of James, that it says that God has no fellowship with darkness. Right? Amen. Darkness has no place with God. I don't know about you. We live in a confused world. They got confused Christians that don't know what to believe anymore. Come on, somebody. I'm going to get off good. But <laughs> they, don't know what they, they don't know what God's word says. I was shocked the other day, and I made a statement to somebody, and, and it, it was confirmed. Uh, I told somebody, I said, I believe most Christians don't even read their Bible. And I made, a, I made an estimate about 90% of Christians don't even read their Bible. Watch. I just said that off, off my head, and, and I, I, I turned on the radio one day, and all of a sudden they're talking about, and, and what bothered me, this is a Christian radio station. I'm not, you know, I, I was listening to it, and I said, but somebody said they had a, 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 a poll done that at least 97% of Christians don't read their Bible. And you wonder why we can flock to false teachers and false prophets that can say anything, because we don't know what the Word says. Right? And I'm, in a con I'm, I'm convinced that I'm going to stick with the word. If a preacher or anybody else says anything that doesn't line up with this, this word, then somebody's lying. It ain't God. Right? Amen. God's word is true. How can we know what to stand on? Stand on his word. How can we know what to believe? Believe what his word says. If his word says it, it settles it. Right? There's nothing going to change that. I don't care if a preacher comes. Well, I had a special revelation of an angel appeared to me and said, well, it's all right to start drinking. <laughs> I said, and then God told you that. And then God's angel, even if an angel appears, as an angel of light. The Bible says, Paul says that. Appears as a preacher of righteousness. If he doesn't tell you what we told you, he's lying to you. He's a deceiver, right? Amen. Doesn't... That's not what I'm preaching on. <laughs> I had to let that out. Amen. <laughs> anyway, I was, we were here a couple of us Thursday night, and I, I just kind of gave a little word about the power of worship. Amen. This morning we were worshiping the Lord. Let me pray before I start. I'm getting ahead of myself. Father, I thank you, Father God, for tonight, this morning. <laughs> today, right now. <laughs> like I think you're right, bro. I'm, I'm catching up with you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but I don't laugh never back then. <laughs> All right. In Jesus' name, Father, we thank you for this, this morning, Father. We just pray for the Holy Spirit to have its way. Father, I'm nothing by myself. I believe that your word is alive and your word is spirit is still the same. 
In Jesus' name. The other, uh, the other day, I was, was, was here, it was last Sunday, matter of fact, I, or maybe before that, that I felt God gave me a word. He said, son, I changed not. If the word was good enough when you got saved, it's good enough now. Amen. Come on. If, if, it, if, it, if, if it's done what it said it would do when you were born again, and it changed your life, why should you change it? He says, I want you to preach the word. Preach the word you, heard, you learned. Preach the word you heard in church. The word that was right. It's not going to change. When the preacher says, yeah, you know, but you know, uh, God don't do no miracles today. That was for the apostles. He's lying to you. He started making excuses about God. The, the Holy Spirit was for the, for the early church. And, and now all we got to do is just come to church and listen to the preacher. That's a lie. It's not true. The power of the Holy Spirit is still alive. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Let me get my, my piece of paper. One thing that the church is left off in doing is worship. Worship don't mean always singing. That's many forms of worship. When you give to the, church, the house of the Lord, you work, it's a type of worship. When you come to church and you, you encourage someone, I mean, there's a lot of ways. But we think worship mostly means music, and it's right. The majority of it is, but there's other forms. Anything you do for the Lord, anything you do to edify a, 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 a Christian or a brother, sister, the Lord, you're doing a work. You're presenting a God that you love and worship. You want to share it with someone. I, I was, the other night I was over here. And the Lord spoke to Mark. He said, son, worship is a powerful tool that can set people free. And I thought, and I said, well, okay, all right. I know the Bible, especially through the book of Psalms, talks a lot about worship. By glorifying God, lifting up the God of heaven who created the earth and all that. And, you know, you read it all through the book of Psalms. But what about just worship? What about when you, when you come in the presence of God and you worship God and you sing to the Lord? What does it do for you? Well, I do it because sister so-and-so and brother so-and-so. I'm not talking about brother so-and-so. I'm talking about you. How are you, how, what is your heart like when you're worshiping God? Is it drawing you closer to the Lord? It puts a desire for, you, for the Lord in your life? Do you hunger for the things of God? Worship brings freedom. Worship brings deliverance. I've heard of stories where people were healed. A preacher didn't even put their hands on them. By worship, God, God has healed them. Paul and Silas, if you turn me to chapter 16 of the book of Acts, verse 16, was put in prison for casting a demon out of a fortune teller. What happened with this, that Paul was going about preaching the gospel, and this, this witch, that's what she was, fortune teller, would follow him around. And that went on for days. And it wasn't that she wasn't saying what was right, she said, these men are teaching the ways of God, the, the salvation of God. And she followed them around, and Paul got agitated with her. I personally think Satan wanted to put him in prison. Somebody heard him, and she, she was just stirring up the nest. That somebody would come and say, they're, they're, they're preaching things that's not lawful for us to hear. And somebody would lock them up. They evidently got locked up. <laughs> okay. 
So she's walking around, following them all around, and, and she's saying, these men are preaching the ways of God, the salvation of God. They're preaching the truth. And Paul turned around about the third day and rebuked the demon in her. And the devil left her. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and the man that owned the lady saw that she could make money off of her, took Paul and Silas and put them in prison. Let me read the story. In chapter 16 of Acts, verse 16. 16, 16. You know, as I go on as, as, as a Christian, you know, if your eyes are open and your heart's open, you're going to sense some stuff. You're going to notice that for most Christians today, worship is not even included. They think worship is going to church. And that's good, it is. They think worship is just lifting your hands in church. And majority of Christians that go to church, they do the same thing that everybody else does. But do or they worship. The Bible says they draw nigh unto me with their mouth and honor me with their lips. But their hearts are far from me. Oh, man. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know about you, but I fell in that category a few times. Amen? Amen. I found that my worship was dry and it was religious. And it was repetitious. And it wasn't doing anything. I was just doing what I thought I needed to do, but there was no desire to do it. You understand what I'm saying? There was no passion for God. And God is speaking to us today. If we'd only open our hearts, man, what, am I, what is wrong with my heart? What, am I, what about me? What am I like? How's, listen, forget about relationship with, my relationship with God. What about your relationship with God? Well, I see sister so-and-so. She don't do, she don't. You know, who, who, Liz, what about you? I, I, I do like Brother Lenny does. Well, what about you? Don't do like I do. Jesus said the Pharisees had the law, and they were teaching right. But they would say and do not. You understand what I'm saying? They would tell people what to do, but they wouldn't lift one of their fingers to lighten a burden for someone. They would just burden people down with law. They would burden people down with tradition. They would burden people down with, and, and the people were so stuffed, and they were so, you know, how, how could I? Listen, we, God is holy. God is just. God is righteous, and there's nothing in this universe can match the power of this God, the glory. You know, but he loves you. He wants to fellowship with you. Don't think that he doesn't want you to come near him and worship him. I talk about a lot of things, but man, I, I, I know him as my Savior, but I don't know him. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. Blackie, the glory and the power this God possesses is unreal. The majesty and, the, and the, listen, I could go on all day and I can't even come close to explain who this, who this being is that we call God. <laughs> You know, it's, it's, it's easy. Oh, I, I, I believe God. No, but do you believe him? Come on, somebody. Do, do you understand who this is? And what, he, what he, he is and what he's about? And what he, oh man, I could go on all morning long. <laughs> Can't even come close to identifying the, this powerful being we call God. I thought about that over and over, y'all. I said, this being thought of everything, 
everything you see was the, the mind of God. I thought to myself, man, he just spoke it. And it was. Perfectly balanced, perfectly in line, perfectly timed. Everything was perfect just because he thought it. I said, what a powerful being, man. What a, what a God that we serve, Yvette. When I talk about like I feel about this small. Because <laughs> he's alive. He's real. He's powerful. Come on, somebody. Faith in him brings healing. Faith in him brings deliverance. Faith in him brings worship. We're living in a time where that's not happening. The gospel that's being preached is so weak. God's our buddy in heaven. God's our chum. He's our, he's our, he, me and God's like that. No, you and God ain't like that. But I'm going to tell you what, you can't even get close to him without the heart of faith. And you can't get close to him without the heart of worship. I go to church. Well, yeah, that's fine. That's great. I love people coming to church. But that's not enough. I sing the songs. That's not enough. I read my Bible. That's not enough. That's when you start believing what you read and start acting what you worship and knowing the being that you call God in your life. Then something happens. My God, I feel like preaching, bro. Come on. Man, he is powerful. His glory exceeds anything that we can even come close to thinking of. Paul and Silas, they were just thrown in prison. Now, this is not a holiday in. There's no pin. You go to some of these prisons, they got ping pong ball tables, and they got, you know, you can, they got, you can big TVs, air conditioning now. That wasn't, listen, they were living in, they were in darkness. And the misery was so hard because these prisoners, they, was, they knew they were going to die. They were suffering, and they were sleeping in their own doo-doo and everything else, man. And rats and, 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 and stink and heat. And, and, I mean, this was, this, was a, this was a prison, a dungeon. My God, I feel like preaching. <laughs> and they're in this hellhole. And you could, listen, I, in my mind, I could hear it. I could hear the moaning and the suffering of other prisoners. You imagine what they were. This, there wasn't just them. They had other prisoners in that, in that prison. No long, how long, how, no tell how long they were, were, they were in there. And Paul and Silas, verse 16, now it happened as we went to pray. I want to skip all of this. I just want to go. I told you pretty much. Let's go back to uh, uh, verses, uh, let me see. No, no, uh, around verse 21. This is after they got thrown. He said, these prisoners, Paul and Silas was preaching Customs or, or things that, that was unlawful. See, the Romans couldn't receive Jesus as God because Caesar was God. You understand what I'm saying? And they locked him up and they put him in prison. Verse 25, I'm sorry, verse 25. And Paul and Silas is in this suffering hole, this hell hole. But they still found time to worship. 
Come on, somebody. Paul and Silas, at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God in this dungeon. Listen to me, praise God. You don't know what hell is till you've been through some of this. Like I said, this wasn't a, a holiday in, man. This, this was just about hell on the earth. This, this was suffering. This was darkness. This was starvation. Everything suffering and misery. And everything was in that dungeon. And you say, well, God has forgotten me. Worship. God has, God has turned his face from me. Worship. God don't want to hear me when I pray. I'm, I'm going through so much. Where is God to worship? No matter how dark it gets, no matter how bad it smells, no matter how, how wicked it feels, worship God. Amen. Worship God. Paul and Silas is in this, and they're singing, Blackie. I don't know, but I can say, they might have been, and of course, uh, uh, amazing. You don't know what they were singing, praise God. They were singing hymns. I'm pretty sure they were singing from the Psalms. Huh? But to make it in our modern time, at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the birth. And listen, the Spirit of God starts falling, man. Let me tell you something. Oh, listen, they were singing, uh, Victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. And look, they're just singing, man. They just, listen, they're having church, hallelujah, in this hellhole. And all of a sudden, man, things started happening. I mean, the prisoners are listening to them. And the place starts to shake. Elvis didn't come up with shake, rattle, and roll. God came up with that. <laughs> he just copycatted on God. There was a whole lot of shaking going on, praise God. And listen, it wasn't. Listen, God was shaking the place. Oh. Man, we need some shaking in Coda Homes today, praise God. We need, we need the, the place to shake, the rattle, the windows to rattle, praise God. And they're in that prison and, and they're singing, man, they're having church. How? How couldn't two men find that much of God to worship in this hellhole? But they worshiped. And they worshiped. And the prisoners heard them singing, you know. At the cross, at the cross, and, you know, victory in G. And they're hearing it all through the aisle. And that's not what they were singing. <laughs> but anyway, they were worshiping. They might have been singing, uh, uh, cast thy burdens upon the Lord. That's a song. He shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord will save me. Evening and morning and noontime will I pray and shout aloud. He shall hear my voice. Hey, hallelujah. What a God, man. Hallelujah. Worshiping, singing God's songs. Amen. Come on. He would, listen, that's where we need to be as a church. Listen, Colvin can't overcome the worship of God. Fear and doubt and unbelief. Listen, as long as we don't do this, we'll never have victory. Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to the Lord. And the prison doors were open. Their shackles were broken. They were set free. And all the doors of the prison were open. <laughs> Come on, so how many of you feel like sometimes you're in a prison? 
Come on. How many feel like the doors are slammed and you can't get them open? Praise God. Listen, worship God. Amen. Little Lord, come up here. I want to sing a song. Praise God. Worship God. Sing to the Lord. Have a big a joyful noise. It might not be good. Like, like Lord was, who said that? <laughs> noise, but it still was not joyful. I want to sing how I was saying. I just want to pray. Listen, I, I, don't, I want to encourage you this morning. Paul and Silas. Pray to the Lord. <laughs> Woo, I feel the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Woo, man, they sang praises to God. No matter what they were going through. No matter what they were facing. <laughs> I feel the presence of the Lord. They worship God. The power of the worship of the Lord brought freedom. Hallelujah. God, we praise you. <laughs> Lord, you seem so far away, a million miles or more it feels today. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> I feel it, man. Oh, God. Though I haven't lost my fate, I must confess right now, it's hard for me to pray. Yes, Lord. Cause I don't know what to say And I don't know where to start But as you give the grace With all that's in my heart I will sing Yeah I will praise Even in my darkest hours through the sorrows and the pain, I will sing, I will praise, lift my hands to honor you, because your word is true, I will sing, yes, Lord, hallelujah, we worship you, Lord God, oh, God, we give you praise and glory. Praise you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Lord, it's hard for me to see all the plans and thoughts you have for me. But I will put my trust in you, believing that you died to set me free. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, Lord. Because I don't know what to say. And I don't know where to start. But as you bring the grace. With all that's in my heart. I will sing. Yes. I will praise. Even in my darkest hours, through the sorrows and the pain, I will sing, I will praise, lift my hands to honor you, because your word is true, I will sing. Just keep playing it, Lord, just keep running. You know, God is a God of mercy. And His grace fills our lives every day. 
He wants to heal you of pain and, and suffering. And a lot of times it's not always physical. It's spiritual. The times when you feel like God is a million miles away. Where are you, God? Where are you, Lord? Where are you, Lord? Where are you this morning? Is God part of your life? Is God part of your worship? Is God part of everything you do? Is God, is your, is God your life? Come on, I feel the presence of the Lord. Is God part of your life? Is God worth worshiping in your life? Oh, hallelujah. I just want to worship this morning. Let's just offer the sacrifice of worship and praise this morning. His mouth proving praises unto the Lord. Your mouth giving thanks unto the Lord. Your mouth honoring the Lord. If there's darkness in your life, God will deliver you this morning. You can find peace in the presence of the Lord. You can find peace in worship. You can find deliverance in worship. Come on, somebody. God is a good God. God is a good God. In Exodus 15, 2 says, the Lord is my strength. I like this. In song. <laughs> it has become my salvation. <laughs> the Lord is my strength and my song. You ought to be singing about him. You ought to be worshiping him. You ought to be glorifying him with all your heart and strength. If I can do anything as a pastor in this church, it's mold to motivate you to honor the Lord, to worship God. Paul and Silas were in prison. Like I said, in the midst of darkness, but they found the strength to worship the Lord. They found the strength to sing praises to God. And they were delivered from that prison. The promise of the Lord to deliver you if you would just worship. <laughs> if you would just worship. Just worship. Yes, Lord. Lord, it's hard for me to see all the thoughts and plans you have for me. <laughs> man, man, man. Come on, somebody. Come on, Jesus. Knowing that you died to set me free. Yeah. But I don't know what to say. And I don't know where to start. But as you give the grace with all that's in my heart, I will sing. Yeah. <laughs> I will praise. Even in my darkest hours, through the sorrows and the pain, I will sing. I will praise, lift my hands to honor you, for 
Cause your word is true, I will see. Come on, let's stand up a minute. Let's all stand up. I want to do this this morning. And it's, listen, I'm not going to pull you by the hand or nothing like that. But if you feel bound up to this morning, I want you to come to the altar. Let's you, just you and God, okay? Somebody pray with you. If you feel you need to be freed this morning, if there's something bowing you up, please come. The Spirit of the Lord is moving. Come. Let this stuff go. Worship God. Come on. Worship God. Let the Holy Spirit come and change your life, change your spirit. God wants to give you freedom this morning. God wants to give you freedom. Boy, it feels good to be free. <laughs> come on, somebody. It feels good not to be bound by doubt and unbelief, unforgiveness, hurt, pain. It feels good. God is a God who wants to free people. He wants you free. I don't care what you might have done. God's forgiveness is at the altar. Praise God. Come on, somebody. God's grace is here. It's there to get you back on the right track. It's there to set you free from everything that's bounding you up. Worship God. Worship God. Worship God. Worship God. Somebody say, Jesus, set me free from all the bondage of Satan. I am free in the name of Jesus. I'll walk in faith in the name of Jesus. I'll worship in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many feel that this morning? Praise God. Come on, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on. I'm free to worship you. I'm free to serve you now, Lord. If you really mean that, believe that. Let's pray. I'm free to serve you now, Lord. In faith. In your spirit. Come on, sing it. Come on. Come on, Yvette. Come on. Come on, Mom. Sing with her. (laughs) I know this is a little bit different this morning, but that's the Holy Ghost. We came here to honor the Lord, right, Blackie? We came here to worship God, Bilal. We came to be set free, to walk in faith. Come on. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we thank you, Lord. There is freedom. Yes, Lord. If you're tired and you are thirsty, come on. Yes, Lord. There is freedom. If you're thirsty and tired and at this morning, there's freedom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tired and you are thirsty. Come and drink of the water of life freely. Come of the well of, 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 of the Holy Ghost this morning. Get free this morning.
Oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for my brother, God. God, you need to, he needs to draw closer to you. So show him. Bring the power of your glory in his life, Father God. God, let there be a desire, worship. Touch my brother, Lord God. Jesus' name, Father. In the name of Jesus. Lord God, in the name of Jesus. God, touch my brother, God. God, let it be burned behind him, Let him walk in faith and draw close to you. Let him see your glory again that he needs in his life as well, God. God's forgiveness. Showers of mercy and grace. Falling on every face, there is freedom. 